Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of Tuesday Taught, where I talk about different topics and where people through surveys can in complete anonymity share their point of view. I hope you enjoy these episodes and get left behind with some food for thought. In today's episode, we talk about meat or meat-free diets and why we choose them. But before we get into the episode, let me introduce myself. Every week, I will be your host. Some of you might already know me through streaming platform Twitch, and some of you might know me from Instagram, sharing my art and photography. I go by the handle there, as you tick. Now, in the podcast, I'd like to get a bit more personal, so we'll go by my first name, Esther. Nice to meet you all. Now, today's episode is actually a bit more special to myself, because I've stopped eating meat since December 2019. I started with doing one vegan Friday a week with my best friend to cut down the use of animal products in my diet and reduce my carbon footprint. And eventually I decided it was time to stop eating meat entirely. And so I did. I only occasionally eat fish and I don't know what the future brings and where my diet will go. So when I see others eat meat or talk about it, it doesn't bother me. I'm not disgusted by it, I remember how it tastes and that did not suddenly change overnight. My reasons to stop eating meat are my own, and everyone has their own decision for their diet. However, I do hope to inspire some to become more aware of animal product consumption, and what it does to the world, your health, and your wallet. Meat production is a leading cause of climate change, water depletion, soil erosion, and most other environmental problems. So please look up the benefits of skipping meat only once a week. One thing we can definitely notice these days is that popularity is rising amongst flexitarians and meat-free diet options. Um, There are way more vegetarian options in supermarkets and a lot more restaurants offer vegetarian options. Now, I asked the participants of the survey what their diet is. And if we look at the result, it's almost 46% that chose meat-free options of which 23% was vegetarian and pescatarian, 15% went to vegan, and 8% went to flexitarian. So that's nearly half of the participants that's already going for meat-free. Now I asked people if they want to share why they choose for their diet option. And I have a look at the meat-free options. I see a lot of people that do not want to contribute to the animal cruelty. And that is one of the reasons why they not eat meat anymore. Um, Where other reasons are, as discussed earlier, environmental reasons and also health options. Um, I'd like to just point out a few that I really thought stuck out. One participant said, it's purely ethical. I want to prevent animal exploitation and harm. I consider most animals equal to myself in value and strongly feel that we need to stop hurting them as they are sentient, living beings with emotions, thoughts and memories. Now, I agree with this point of view. The counter argument, however, I often hear is, but it's in our nature. And my answer to that is no. The sources of nutrition that we need don't only come from meat. We can get those from other sources as well. And we are intelligent beings. We can find ways to produce those nutritions um, in other ways than harming animals. We're not carnivore beasts that have to kill because that's the only thing they know. We know better than that. 
it's really a choice that we make. And if you choose to eat meat, that's different than saying it's in my nature to eat meat. So no, it's not in your nature. It's it's a choice you make. So another participant really went into the meat industry being very bad for the environment. And this being kind of why I started with um, my, my meat-free uh, journey. But I do also really see returning and being a very important factor. The meat industry is very bad for the environment, cattle in particular, as well as contributing to food inequality uh, on a global scale since cattle requires immense amounts of food and water to produce very little meat. The participant also really dives into the animal cruelty part, saying it is inhumane in particular with regards to raising poultry and fish. Um, I dare you to look at what happens to male baby chicks, and I don't even need to explain why the fishing industry is inhumane. Uh, if we look at the participants that chose meat as their diet option, um, we really see that it's um, a force of habit, economy, and the choices available. Now, I often discuss that that... Um, I'm happy we're going into a world where more and more options are available and it gets easier. It's not always the cheapest option. Uh, we still see that the specifically overproduced meat and other unhealthy foods are still offered at like the lowest price points. People who are uh, in lower income sections don't really get to choose meat-free options simply because they're just too expensive to buy. Unless they would go into... Um, fruits and just purely vegetables but again budget and uh, local accessibility like one participant says make it less appealing to choose and so we we stick to our force of habit and we keep picking the meat now another participant says i enjoy food try to source from places that treat animals well when i'm able to afford it this is another popular opinion that i see is that people um, go for biological they go for local farms they make sure that the animals have a good life and aren't coming from sources of overproduction now i I asked the meat eaters, have or would you try vegan vegetarian options? And I would have to say I'm pleasantly surprised because a hundred percent foes went to yes. I'm just, that's awesome. Like, please go try vegetarian options even when you're eating meat. Good job. And as for the non-meat eaters, sounds maybe like a bit of a silly question, but has to be asked, would you eat meat again? Now... Not so surprising, no one said yes, because why would you choose to stop eating meat to then later on decide again, oh, I'm going to eat meat again. But 60% said no, and 40% said undecided. And I can kind of understand that because I'm I'm the same myself, like I choose to not eat meat now, but I can't say what the future holds. Uh, maybe I have to eventually eat it again for some reason. I don't know. Maybe in 20 years from now, it turns out vegetarian is after all a bad option. You don't know what the future holds. So uh, quite surprised 40% is in the undecided section, just like me. But yeah, not surprised that no one's, no one said yes. <laughs> People sometimes serve um, vegan, vegetarians, meat to say, oh, look, you ate some meat and, and nothing happened. And <laughs> these people have clearly no clue why people are choosing these diets because, um, yeah, we we ate meat at one point in our life and we're not saying 
that uh, if we have a bite of meat, we're immediately going to be poisoned or, or, or anything like that. But it is a choice we make to not do. So if you're if you're doing this to prove a point, you're not proving anything. Um, I asked the participants the same question and uh, one said, funnily enough, this came up yesterday at work. How I would feel if someone gave me something they say is vegan, but it's actually not. If a friend would do that to me, I simply replied that this would not happen to me. As I choose my friends carefully, and someone who would do such a quotation funny prank would be not be among them. Otherwise, that person would basically be dead to me. And <laughs> totally understand, uh, understandable, because uh, simply don't do it, as another participant says. Uh, also, the other way around, there's a reason for people to eat the way they want. Um, it is your own decision what you eat. You can politely ask if person X want to try it because you enjoy something a lot, but serving meat to a non-meat eater or some mock meat to a meat eater without telling is just wrong in their opinion, and not helpful at all. We definitely not want to spend any time with a person like that again. Amen. <laughs> um, now, if you look at another participant, I make it clear to anybody at whose home I could ever end up dining that I would not demand of them to change the menu for my sake alone. So if they didn't tell me, I would be okay with it. Of course, I would appreciate a gesture if they did so anyway. However, I definitely see my case as a minority. Even for a specifically vegetarian dinner, I would expect the host to ask their guests about any particular diet allergy beforehand so they can at least prepare a portion of alternative food for the guest. Or if in the worst case scenario, there is not enough time, have the guest prepare some food to take with them. Which I am definitely agreeing of. I personally try to take my own stuff if it's last moment uh, and, and if it's beforehand I do let known that I, I do not like meat and if that is a problem then I choose to not eat over there or bring something of my own. Now another participant lets us know from a meat eater perspective this would be an acceptable break of trust. Totally yes, thank you. Um, I once ordered a pizza, pizza pepperoni, and it was a, a vegetarian pizza pepperoni. And not uh, not long time after, I I ordered pizza pepperoni again, but I definitely noticed that there was a difference in the pepperoni. It was specifically a vegetarian pizza pepperoni, but I could still see that the pepperoni that was on my pizza was served differently than the one that I had before. Now, the the restaurant didn't answer to my question and I am not going to waste food and specifically not animal products. So I did decide to eat it, but I was not pleased to say the least. Um, I hate it. That is just not right, said one participant. And yes, I agree with you, but... That leads to our other questions. There are a lot of non-meat eaters that, um, and they do this to, to prove a point, because they want to show that you can have a, a non-meat product as a meat eater. How do you feel about someone serving you meat replacements without telling it to you? I personally think it's the same. Like, I don't like it when... I get served meat as some sort of way to like 
prove a point or whatever your reason is. If I specifically state that I, I am vegetarian, I do not want to eat meat, and you serve me meat nonetheless without telling me, and it's not obvious in the dish, you break my trust completely, you're dead to me, I never have to see you. But I wouldn't do it the other way around. If I serve someone a vegetarian meal with a meat replacement, I will beforehand tell the person that they're going to eat vegetarian at my place and not fool them and trick them into making them believe that they eat meat. It's a bit of a bit of a gray area. If we look at what the participant says, um, some says that they're feeling uncomfortable with it and obviously, obviously betrayed. There should be no need for lying. And some need to know in case of allergies. Yes, because some of these vegetarian products do contain products like spinach or rucola or nuts and people have allergies for those. So that's it's also very dangerous to do that. Now, another participant lets us know as with any food situation, we want to know what it is before eating it. I have tried meat replacements and some of them make me feel quite ill. Besides, I think it's good manners to be told what you're eating. However, I wouldn't go for dinner at a vegetarian, vegan, pescatarian's house and expect meat. That's also bad matters. <laughs> Thank you. That's really appreciative. It would be weird. I mean, I say that, but is it weird? I think it's weird. Like, I am a vegetarian and if you come to my house, I'm not going to serve you meat. But I feel that that is like a written rule that just exists. But is is that really so? That's really interesting. That was something I would like maybe dig into deeper at some point later on in one of the later episodes. That uh, things that you think are normal, are they really not normal? Or are they like questionable? It's the same as smoking. Like you're not smoking. You're not a smoker at all. Why would you let someone smoke in your house, right? So it makes sense. But at the same time, again, it's a gray area. Some people want to prove a point. They want to show that meat replacement can be as good as meat. Um, Some people say not if it tastes the same. I wonder to that person, how would you feel if you didn't know about it? And someone told you afterwards if you would feel betrayed or not. But it seems like the general opinion is just no, don't do that. As with meat, don't betray. Tell people beforehand what they're eating. Even if you're trying to prove a point. Just kindly ask the person to try the non-meat option and say, I want to show you how much it tastes like meat rather than trying to fool them. It's just not okay. It's just not okay. Period. And then we, uh, we reach our final question and maybe the most important of all from this entire episode. Um, do you eat pineapple on your pizza? And I have to say, <laughs> the results kind of surprised me because it normally seems a popular opinion to um, get grossed out by the idea of pineapple on pizza. But funnily enough, from all the participants, 62% said yes. They will put, they will eat, sorry, they will eat pineapple on their pizza. Um, and a lot of people say, well, you know, why not? It's tasty. It's yummy. I don't mind it. I find the sweet and tangy flavor of pineapple mixes pretty well with the salty and savory of the rest of the pizza. And it still retains some of its consistency. Um, ham, prosciutto goes well with pineapple. I mean, someone invented this pizza. <laughs> it's just caused a whole lot of controversy on whether or not. I personally used to love Hawaiian pizzas when I was young. I would always have a pizza Hawaii, but... Over time, as I got older, I, I started to get really grossed out by the taste of warm pineapple. I don't know. It was just 
a weird soury taste to the sweetness or something. So I don't like hot pineapple in my dish in general. Doesn't matter in what it is. Just don't like it in general. Um, but it seems a hot topic. Uh, a lot of people say I enjoy sweet and salty. It's tasty and nice. And Italians can come and fight me. <laughs> but please not. <laughs> um but there's also people, because we do have, you know, a portion of people that said no. Um, hot pineapple is disgusting. It is. Uh, I, I don't know. I do not like it either. And, and someone said, is this a joke? Um, somewhat, but seriously, do you put pineapple on your pizza? Um, some people don't like the texture and the taste. Some say it's a sin. <laughs> <laughs> I like the flavor combination with ham, mushroom, and a tomato sauce base. I also prefer the vegetable toppings on pizzas to the meat toppings. I just think they taste better. Um, I'm really surprised. I think it would be funny that a lot of people said yes to it. Um, despite uh, outside of this survey, uh, I often hear that <laughs> the, big, uh, the big answer is no. But apparently it is not no. Apparently it's yes. And that, you know, concludes our episode for today and i want to say thank you very much for listening i hope you enjoyed this first episode we're gonna dive in many many more topics to come some of them will be a bit more controversial and a bit more triggering um but hopefully it leaves behind something to think about and hopefully with this episode you will reconsider eating meat yes or no and again you don't have to entirely stop eating meat but maybe it's giving you some information um, on to look up what other options there would be for like once a week for example do do a Monday a meatless Monday or a vegetarian Friday or a vegan Friday or a, a fishy friday and if you don't want to do meat um i just hope that you know it left behind some thoughts and maybe there were already a lot of things that you already knew and i hope that sometimes there will also be some things that you didn't know before yet or haven't thought about yet if you want to leave your feedback on some of the topics we have a survey online just head over to sutic.com which is e S-U-T-I-C-K dot com and click the checkmark button. We have a new survey every Saturday around 10 a.m. Central European summertime and they stay up for seven days before they refresh over to the new one. Again, they are 100% completely anonymous. I do not know who has answered them and neither will I guess who has answered them. Um, that's not my my target or my goal with it. I just want to give everyone a platform to uh, share their, their point of view. Like these topics are discussed throughout our daily life with friends and family and acquaintances at work and everything. Um, but what do you really feel if you do not have to be judged for your answer so I'm really interested to see uh, what the coming topics are gonna lead to and if you have some interesting topics that you'd like to hear on the podcast or you want to send in a request um, send them over to podcast at esotic.com maybe they'll pop up in the, one of the surveys the more the more ideas the better thank you very much for listening I hope you enjoyed it and we'll be here next week with more stuff to listen to. Until then, have a wonderful day.